Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. I know how it feels sometimes. The world can look bleak. Times can seem tough. And some days, nothing's gonna go your way. But you can't let that break you down. You can't let that change who you are. I'm a lot of things, but I'm not a quitter when it comes to my dreams. Nobody puts Dandy in a corner. You're gonna have to dig deep and find that extra positivity to keep the grind from grinding you. I may not be as talented as the rest, but nobody has more guts. Staying positive when everything seems against you. No matter how nasty this place may be, you and me are gonna fight our way through it. Or being positive and helping somebody else out. There's a great power inside you just waiting to be unlocked. Believe in your ability. There's one thing I'm sure of. Positivity will be your light in the darkness. You can do it, Goku! Now, let's get back out there and keep fighting the fight. I am not about to give up! that's going to be a thing when we're older you know 20 30 years from now uh yeah. you're going to have that that's going to be the new standard that's not going to be weird no, uh, i don't think so no. <laughs> i no, think it'll be tell, fun I, I know tons of guys now that you know they, they play volleyball after work or soccer or just get down yeah. to the rec center and you know they have teams that meet and stuff like that so i think it would only make sense you know especially since our generations have now grown so accustomed to video games being competitive no you know not just for fun like there's yeah. more of a you know competitive nature with esports being so popular and in rising still you know it's safe to say that you know you're gonna have a whole generations that look at that more being more of a competitive attraction uh yeah. than than sports that we grew up with you know mm-hmm. football baseball soccer and, and what have you so yeah. yeah man it's 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 interesting man but uh let me go ahead and introduce you to everybody who's uh who's listening to this episode welcome everybody to uh another episode of wonder soul this is wonder talk this is the types of shows that we have on the podcast where we just have conversations with uh some awesome guests and in this spooky special episode i have a awesome guy a fantastic streamer and entertainer and just overall great amazing human being double agent smith what's up man how you doing what's good brother how are you today i am doing great man it's monday but you know get a chance to finally sit down and talk to you nerd out about some things talk about some spooky stuff but i want to get to know some things about the origins of double agent smith man all right so for everyone who hasn't watched one of your streams um or who knows 
you, how would you introduce yourself to everybody? Um, I would say, hey, I am Double Agent Smith, and I am the host of a late-night menagerie of different content. We do horror games, of course, all throughout October here. I love spooky stuff. Um, love to do some just chatting streams and just kind of veg out on memes with the community. But we're a very community-based channel. Uh, in a lot of ways, a very music-based channel as well. Um, I try to run some of the nightly weekend streams, kind of like uh, a DJ podcast type of thing. And sometimes there's a community game involved, and sometimes it's just visuals, but it's always a good time. Oh, dude, most definitely, man. I mean, it's it's safe to say for me that since I first popped into one of your streams, uh, your streams are by far the most unique uh, and in such a awesome like combination of everything you just mentioned you know because there are some really cool visuals but you have like you're just so interactive with people in the chat man and i think that's like a skill if not a talent or 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 an art when i see streamers or anybody um you know you're multitasking like uh on a level (laughs) yeah a lot you got a lot to like look over and keep track of but then you're i you know that's something that's really big with people who tune into streams you know um no matter what kind is to have that interaction with the person on the other side and i think you do a fantastic job of that thank you but um yeah man so uh, you know how long have you been streaming um we are about if this was a baby 15 months 15 months, 15 man. months. Yeah, okay. we started july the fourth last year okay so you're entering like your sophomore year of streaming yeah anyway. that's what it that's what it feels like yeah i feel like okay. i feel like i feel like a sophomore out here yeah okay okay that's what, cool. what it feels like you know last year was definitely very freshman and there was a lot to learn and went to twitchcon for the first time three months in and that was such a great experience and then this year with just got back from twitchcon a couple of weeks ago and that was you know that was really fantastic it's just amazing to see all these people that we get to work with uh one-on-one and talk to them about things and get to know them as a person and uh and there's there's just so many other cool people in the industry that you don't always see right uh, behind or in front of a camera so it's, it's great to see all of those people and, and get to work with them now now like how are those interactions man because it, it seems like you know with streaming it's uh it's very unique because it's a personal experience and and mm. when you tune yeah. into some really good streams uh you'll get somebody who is real and authentic and lets you in and, and kind of yeah. expresses himself other than just like your normal commentary and um so when you see all these other people that do that are you guys like kind of are you talking about streaming or is it more of like getting to know that person? Like what was that vibe like at TwitchCon? A little bit of both. You know, I mean, a lot of the people there are streamers, of course. So um, you'll talk about their content and your content and what kind of stuff you guys want to have planned for the future. But it's great because there's also a lot of community members there and uh, people that usually just like to view um, and are members of the community. Like, you know, I got to meet, um, one of my mods, one of my, actually my longest, uh, standing mod and one of my best friends, uh, in person there. And, um, you know, one of these days I hope to be able to fly out all of my mods there to, to have that experience and, um, just got to meet, you know, a lot of, a lot of great people that I've been wanting to see, you know, in person for a really long time now. And like I said, it's nice because it is so much more than just streamers and people that I know through the camera. There's a lot of uh, industry professionals that work with streamers but don't actually stream themselves. 
and it's it's great to see them there and just everybody involved with twitch and everybody that just enjoys twitch is you know they can make it out it's a, it's a really good experience to have yeah most definitely dude i mean and i was keeping track of like you know uh through twitter and instagram so everybody follow double agent smith on social media okay a little plug there <laughs> uh um but yeah i was i was keeping track of it man it looked like a blast man and yeah. i mean so this like rewind the clocks let's go back about yeah. 15 months ago sure you yeah. know because you know your stream is so unique uh, and I and I and I say that not to like boost your ego, man. I, I mean, I mean it to like just say like that is That's really no hard to do, uh, dude. Mm-hmm. It has it, it's so incredibly hard to do that with yeah. so many people streaming these days. I think you really have to bring something different, something new, something fresh. And I think you just do a really good job of keeping this really nice balance. And you kind of have taken up real estate, like that. I feel was hey, there you go. You've just created it. And, um, so like, it seems like you come from a history of different interests and, yeah. and, and, and we get to see those in your streams, like kind of all rise to the surface at once in some way or another. But yeah, so, so what led to streaming in particular, because, you know, like you said, you have some DJ vibes, you know, you have a passion for music, uh, other things like that. So how did it become that decision to go, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and try this streaming thing out. Yeah, so I I love to perform, um, but I like especially um, improvisational performance. You know, I've I've had a lot of people like over the course of my life be like, hey, you know, you're funny, you should try stand up. And, you know, I get down to like write some things and I don't know why, but I I, maybe I'm just not great at coming up with segues. Maybe I never worked on it enough, but I never really enjoyed it. However, I did really love doing improv comedy. You know, I did a lot in college and beyond and i love being with a team of people that i trust and can play off of to make some really funny stuff happen uh with an interactive audience and so i thought about making you know a career to content creation because um i was taking care of my grandfather i still am and i'm in a spot where it's not always easy for me to get to something like an improv practice or a play rehearsal or something like that Mm -hmm. and with my theater background and just my love to perform uh, that was just taking its, its toll on me uh, mentally. Like I didn't really have a way to create. I wasn't doing anything, and it was affecting me negatively. And even though I have like everything in the world to be thankful, I have the most amazing wife, and just you know, good family, everything like that. Uh, I was I wasn't happy without something like that, without a, without a way to create, without a way to perform. And so I thought about maybe YouTube at first, but I realized. I don't know if I don't have that YouTuber spark, you know, like you see these people who are good YouTubers <laughs> and you're just like, hey guys, what's up? It's me again. And like, uh, <laughs> I, was, I was never really able to tap into that and you know, yeah. just be like the YouTuber person. And you know, you know what I noticed is like, you'll see a lot of chill streamers, but you don't see like any chill YouTubers usually. You don't see any YouTubers that are like, just like, yeah, oh, you don't. You know, welcome in. Like, I, you know, besides like maybe AS, <laughs> ASMR people or something, but um <laughs> yeah i, yeah. I really but that's like I a whole don't. different genre yeah, yeah that's a whole different genre like youtube people are totally different it's wild if you go like a pack <laughs> you go like a pack you'll be like mixer people and facebook gaming people and youtube people and then and twitch people and they're all totally different in like weird different ways i don't know it's just kind of funny it's like a oh it's yeah like a high, it's like a rival high school thing or something and uh um <laughs> But I, I knew that I, I was attracted to the the improvisational and the uh, the ephemeral aspect of it, 
the fact that everything is happening right now and you're making moments with an audience, with a, with a group of people, with a community right there on the spot. And that, that to me was a bigger attraction. So I started it 4th of July. My wife was really supportive. She, she really, you know, wanted me to try it out. I had a friend that was doing it. It looked like, yeah, it was having a blast doing it. So I thought, you know, Hey, I give it a try. And, uh, I, I have sort of a, um, I have a problem making things perfect before I make them done. And mm. so I have, I, you know, I have one of these people that has like a lot of different, like half done projects or three quarters done projects or 99.9% done <laughs> projects. Mm-hmm. It's not quite perfect. And I don't want to show it to the world until it is. And it keeps me from getting things done sometimes. And, uh, you know, I, I worked for a long time getting my stream the way I wanted it to look. And, uh, getting getting the things together that I knew I wanted to be together and set in place and it, I, I took a lot of time before I actually kind of went live I spent a lot of time uh, doing a lot of research and getting to know other communities and, and looking at streamers that I knew I liked and, and that were you know that I would maybe want to kind of emulate a little bit um, without sacrificing any part of me without without being myself because I think you 100% have to be yourself in this industry and and just be fully unabashedly you Mm. um because if you try to do anything else it's very obviously phony everything everything comes through like the camera doesn't really hide anything you know if you if you do something fake like it will pick up on it and your people will pick up on it and nobody wants to see fake in a world where there's nothing but you know yeah no definitely uh well so, so the whole experience though that you provide is it's, I don't know, man, it's, it's unique because one other thing is that you're so confident. It seems like you thrive in those situations of being able to create and also do this improv, uh, as far as a performance, but it's not really a performance. It's just you. It's just like, yeah. it's like, it's like you have created your own unique comfort zone that it's where you can really just be you and do what you want to do and and be in a room or in a uh, you know in a a moment in time with a bunch of people that supports you but also you support them and and there's this relationship building over time like you said like the the people that you've met and stayed in contact and and just interact on like a weekly if not daily basis uh is it's almost bizarre man because i don't think going into it you know what the outcome is going to be and i don't even think that you truly get to um appreciate it until like so much time has gone by because like you were saying man you were you were putting in so much effort and work into uh getting it right and presenting it even before you started yeah um you know and that just takes a lot of energy and and it takes a lot to put yourself out there you know and and um so i definitely appreciate that and i respect that because it does feel like when i enter your stream i can feel that confidence off of you and i can feel that energy but it's not like you were talking about when when we mentioned a lot of the uh stereotypical youtubers where they have this like cheerleader like energy where yeah. it, it, it seems I, like you I, have maybe to be that, hyper you know yeah maybe, maybe that's something i mean clearly they're very successful at it so maybe that is what you have to do or, or how or, or what the secret formula is for youtube i'm not sure but um that's that's you know i still love to do stuff for youtube too right you know i i think video editing is a lot of fun and kind yeah. of a kind of a zen-like experience once you get into the groove of it and 
um it's very very important to make content for both but uh my my heart is definitely in twitch and my heart is in streaming yeah it's it's a definitely new territory and Mm -hmm. um you know all these platforms are new and you know you see things that are that mixers doing uh you you, like you mentioned before you have all these other different gaming platforms and um each each unique and each has its own like pros and cons but uh yeah like it's very cool that you can stream on twitch but then you can upload on youtube and you can interact here you know there's so many different platforms that you can you you know have a presence on these days you know you don't actually have to like completely restrict yourself just to one and it's almost hard to do that you know i know some friends uh that wanted to get into streaming they would press uh you know broadcast but they wouldn't you know, go on social media and, and let everybody know they wouldn't do anything like that. And then they would wonder, you know, where's everybody at? And, and then it kind of became more apparent that, you know, it's one thing to record a podcast and put it out there. You got to let people know, and that takes courage too. So it's like this, it's this weird experience. And I didn't know, or maybe I forgot that you had any kind of experience with theater and doing anything like that and it really shows man i mean but it 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 feels so genuine that it's just i don't know man the way that you can connect to each person that comes into your streams is it's just it's um it's very cool man yeah yeah it's 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 very cool but um can i ask you though uh two things about your streams um the visuals yeah. Now, 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 people are listening to this episode, so they won't know it until they go and check out your streams, which they should. Um, but uh, how would you describe them, or, or what you're going for when you are uh, streaming, as far as the visual aesthetic that you have going on your streams? As far as like what I go for? Yeah. Well, like, how would you describe like the atmosphere, the mood, the vibe that you would get? Without them being able to see it, you know? Yeah, Until okay. They, yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, I think we definitely have to throw the word psychedelic out there, first of all. Okay. Um, lots of colors, lots of shapes, <laughs> lots of things going on. Lots of media, lots of pop culture. Um, lots of vaporwave, a lot of cyberpunk, a lot of, you know, words like that. Um, these are things that I like. These are things that are visually appealing to me. Um, and that I, I, think, I think a lot of other people might enjoy I always try to have things kind of going along with the music and I, you know, I think visuals and music, you know, they go together in a big way. Um, so I, I try to think of the way the music that I listen to, what it might look like, if that makes mm, sense. Yes, it does. Um, you know, what it might be, you know, if you just sort of closed your eyes and tried as hard as you could to, to see a song um, or to see music, um, that's uh, kind of what I go for. And yeah, there's there's a lot of really neat things you can do with their broadcasting software, and I always try to push it and and uh, innovate it as much as I can. Man, I I mean I appreciate that you even came up with that idea that you even wanted to incorporate that into your streams in, in general because like was that initially part of the plan like you wanted to have a visual experience besides just being on camera but you wanted to kind of do something more something more creative um it's something that sort of just evolved out of it it just sort of create you know just kind of happened um you know I, I i really got attracted to uh games like marbles on stream 
you know, I, I realized after a while, you know, I, I enjoy interacting with my community and talking to the chat a lot more than I do um, trying to have some sort of professional gameplay that I just don't have <laughs> and I'm just not good at. And gotcha. besides the odd horror game or kind of funky, exploratory, weird um, adventure game, I don't really enjoy streaming like competitive games as much like League of Legends or, you know, I have fun sometimes doing Overwatch community nights, but You'll, yeah. you'll probably never see me doing like competitive matches anytime soon or anything like that. Um, and I, I don't think my community would want that as much either. I definitely yeah. love to interact with them. And it's great because we, we usually have song requests open. And uh, it gives us a chance to to all kind of learn new music and learn new genres and, and get into new things and, and discover uh, new music and new new artists. So that gives me a chance to to be inspired to do different visuals and that kind of thing. Um, yeah, so man. I, I, I w- I've been wanting to do that pretty much, you know, the second I realized I, I could do that kind of stuff with the software, um, to be able to just, you know, do improv visuals and that kind of thing was, was, uh, uh, a very obvious turn for it to take. I feel like, dude, I mean, it's very pleasing to the eyes though. Like I'm not super into a lot of those visuals. Like I won't go out of my way to check something out. Like I love a lot of those psychedelic aesthetics and stuff like that, but I don't know. It's something like how you get that nice, uh, the music that you got going, the visuals, the, the chat, the atmosphere, the vibe all together. That's why I think it's good that you don't really get into anything that's like too sweaty, too competitive, because I think that, you know, I, I can take those in a dose, but you know, those are the kind yeah. of games that, you know, unless you're like esport professional, like you're going to be either getting your, your ass handed to you or getting frustrated and stressed out. And I think that would just like, yeah, some people can pull it off and some people like enjoy seeing that. But I think with collectively your whole thing, I think it, yeah, I I think your selection of games and what you decide to do in your streams is cool by the way, too. Um, Speaking of games and what you do stream, um, let's get to the gaming aspect of things. Um, sure. And if, and if you ever want to touch on anything else, you know, if I kind of skip over, just let me know, man. But uh, as far as gaming, uh, you know, what's your history with gaming of all kinds, whether it's video gaming, whether it's something like we were talking about, like card games or D and D and stuff like that. Like uh, where, where's your history with that go? I've always leaned towards RPGs and um, story-based exploration games. you not necessarily, games with like great stories although i do love those you know like i i used to really love the assassin's creed series for the stories and um the final fantasies but i also really like games like skyrim or mm. oblivion where it's like you you play some sort of a ish hero or like fallout um where you kind of get to make up your own story as time goes along or maybe you have you know a, a main storyline that you get to follow but the way you go about it is very different uh depending on how you approach it you know, I love that. I love games that have a freedom of choice and a large world to explore mm. and a world that feels like you actually have an impact on it depending on the choices that you make to interact with it. So games like Fallout, Elder Scrolls, those always have been really big for me. And Baldur's Gate is a classic Dungeons and Dragons game. I think it's going to get a Switch release pretty soon if I'm right. Um, highly recommend that game. Really good, rich story in that with so much replay value and you know, just hundreds of thousands of hours of stories in that game. Um, 
I haven't really played a lot of those games on stream for whatever reason, you know, I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I I do really like doing the music with people and stuff. And, you know, maybe one way, one day we'll do like a Skyrim playthrough or um, if Baldur's Gate does get this, this re-release and it is kind of big, maybe I'll do that because I'd, I'd love that game. But for the most part, we, we change things up so much. I don't usually play just one game to the end. Yeah. No, I, I do kind of want to change that in the future. Um, I know Red Dead is going to get a re-release here pretty soon. I didn't finish the story mode on that, and I really want to this time. So maybe we'll just play that all the way through and see how that is. Um, I think my community likes a variety of different things, but maybe they would respond better to something like uh, a full Red Dead playthrough. That's something I'm going to explore in the future. Um, but for now, you know, I love I love just changing things up and doing different things so much that even though those games are probably my personal favorite to play. I don't usually stream them. Right. Well, you know, I think that those are all like great choices, man. And, um, you know, as far as like, uh, like oh, you got something that's coming out this week, the, the outer worlds. Are you going to check that out? Yeah, I, I certainly will because I, I'm a big Borderlands fan. I didn't get this last one. Um, but it's being done by obsidian entertainment. Obsidian did the, uh, fallout new Vegas, which is my favorite fallout of all time. And, uh, the best one you guys can at me about that <laughs> it is the best. so uh, i would really like to i'd really like to to check out what they do uh, those games that have stories but the ones that you can be a part of i think have always been attractive to people now especially with the way open world games are and how popular they are yeah. like uh, i mean it's it's almost impossible man to have enough time to to play all of these games and to finish all of these games so i feel you when you say like you know you got some awesome games in your library that you've you know put hours and hours into but you just didn't fully complete it um but yeah. like doing variety i think is really awesome because it, it, it keeps things fresh like you were mentioning but so what are the pros and cons of being a streamer that has variety versus somebody who has like a you know, just a strict, uh, you know, plethora of games sure. that they go through. And, um, and what, what goes into that process of like selecting games for you then? Some, some people are only ever going to want to watch one game. It doesn't matter what it is or who's playing it. That's all they want to watch. Um, and I, I think that's definitely a faster way to build a viewing audience on Twitch. It's a, it's a stick to one popular game that you're good at. That's you know, not too saturated, like a Fortnite or an Overwatch or something, um, but something that, that people still really like to watch. I think, you, you know, like at like Elder Scrolls Online, it's a game that you really enjoy and you're good at. Um, you know, I think you can, you can definitely build an audience quickly on it. I don't have one certain game that I like that much um, to, to just play over and over again, day after day. I, I haven't really discovered one and, you know, I don't know if I ever will. Um, but that's okay because I, I, I like to, you know, we're, we're building a community out of the way that we all enjoy reacting to a variety of different things where, you know, we get to check out horror games and we get to play, you know, games like Baldur's Gate or, or, or uh, Skyrim in the future. And we play games that everybody can join in on, you know, like Marvel's on stream. And we play games that we can do uh, song request over. So it's, it's a, it's a, big sort of uh it's 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 you know half i don't have a game that i like that much that i would want to play that much 
It's also half that I think my community enjoys seeing a variety of different things because my community plays a variety of different things. You know, they they love all sorts of different uh, types of entertainment media out there. And sometimes we just, you know, like to watch YouTube and, you know, watch meme videos and music videos and that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, that's that's really even broader. So we're not, you know, I don't I don't have to worry so much about like if this game that I'm playing gets canceled. Or if a game that I'm playing, you know, I lose interest in it, you know, potentially losing that audience that I've built up around that that game, uh, I don't have to worry about losing them, thankfully. Um, and it seems like the, the people that come to, their, to our streams, they come because they love the sense of community and the, the people, the friends that we make there. Well, I think the variety is definitely a longer road, like you were saying. I, I totally agree with that, man. Uh, just because, like, from my personal experience with Wondersoul, it's been, like, you know, I think, like, you, I, so many people, they, we just have a variety of different interests. Like, yeah, yeah obviously, on that scale, you're going to have uh, a handful of things where you're super into, but it's almost, like, vague enough where you could fit, like, uh, you for instance, like uh, I really like video games. Well, I don't just like one genre of video game. I could f- play literally a racing game, a first person shooter, yeah. you know, all that. So, and that's like movies, books, stories, and stuff like that. And I think more people now are are diverse as far as like their taste because we're we're getting introduced to so many things that you normally wouldn't, or, or maybe you wouldn't come across. Like, so if you have Netflix and you've never watched anime, well, you're probably going to see an anime like trending or something. And you might go, well, I don't know why people might, you know, have been saying this is good or whatever. And so you check it out, but you know, it's, it's because it's out there. So now you have like a lot of people who like, um, a lot of diversity, a lot of variety, right? But you know, I I think it's just, you have to be selective, uh, like Throughout my process, it seems like, you know, I kind of like experimented and shot a bunch of different shots. But as time goes on, you kind of start to build your own identity, you know, and I'm sure you felt the same way because you were probably streaming one sort of way. And then you started trying this and seeing how this, you know, people react to that. And I think that's a never ending process. I think you you always have to be uh, aware and and listening and, and and. you know, I try not to pay too much attention to numbers and stuff like that. I'm sure you're the same way, but they do matter. And, and you have to like keep sure. track of like, okay, I know I'm enjoying this, but like you said, um, or basically like if you were to play Red Dead Redemption all the way through, you know, I'm sure in the back of your mind, you're going to be like, all right, this C, am I enjoying this? Are others enjoying this? You want to find that where you and the audience are enjoying it. And yeah. that's like the really nice, sweet honey spot that everybody's trying to get to. Um, yeah. But I don't think, you know, I think people just, they get the wrong impression, uh, especially with things like content creation. A lot of people have it in them. Um, it, it's definitely something that, you know, a lot of people can do that probably aren't doing it. And I, sure. you know, I hope that those people try that out someday, but you, you also have the wrong impression of like, for instance, streaming, you know, it's a lot easier now to stream straight from consoles and stuff. So you have a lot of people kind of flooding these different markets, podcasts. There's a ton of podcasts now, a ton of people on YouTube, a ton of people on Twitch, Mixer you name it. So I think that's good and bad in different ways. Uh, you get a ton of variety 
you get a ton of different people, um, different personalities, different subject matter. I, I love that. Um, yeah. But I think it, it also kind of provides this like uh, motivation and inspiration to, to really push your limits in a way and try to really see what you can bring to the table. Like in a lot of people like yourself, um, you really just bring your personality. I, I applaud and respect anybody who can be themselves, uh, whether we're in the same room or if I'm, I'm seeing them present themselves in a vulnerable way uh, way like i kind of have stage fright sometimes and like yeah. even recording sometimes you can get a little nervous and i'm sure there's been times in in streams that you've been a little you know butterflies in and maybe even something goes wrong and you're like oh man i got people every watching stream, me every, every, stream, every <laughs> right. day I, I get a little nervous before you know i always think like what what if today is the day nobody comes what if today is the day you know uh you know nobody wants to but it's all just nervous jitters and it's it's not real you know it's it's sort of a it's just natural human uh anxiety about about putting yourself out there and i think that's why some people maybe aren't totally comfortable being themselves because of the environment they've been in you know they've been put in prior mm. maybe they haven't learned how to be totally comfortable in their own skin and that's something that takes time and it's something that takes you know a lot of reflection something that takes uh you know years to get used to um, but I really do think that how successful you can be on Twitch is tied to how you you can be. Mm. Um, I, I think you, like I said before, you can't have this sort of false image. You really have to be yourself in some way. Like even Doctor Disrespect, who plays a character, you know, is injecting some some portion of himself into this character and into what he does. And I think the more you can do that, the more you can commit, the more you can commit to being yourself uh, and just letting letting yourself be whatever you are uh the more people can get to know you the more people can uh in, enjoy watching you in my opinion man that's uh that's so important for people to hear man you know because not everybody has um you know that that support or or that voice uh, around them to tell them that and uh so i'm sure i i appreciate that but yeah. let, let me let me ask you man because you know hearing you say that and everything we've been talking about in this episode like the timing man like what do you think it was about the timing for you like you know you seem like i mean obviously we're all learning more about ourselves each and every day but you know you shine through your streams and it took years to kind of find that identity like what you did enjoy and what you do like mm -hmm. and how and then finding this way to bring it all to one place what do you think it is about the timing of everything that made you just really i i guess i mean you kind of already explained it but you know is it was there anything that really just kind of set it over in your head where you're like, all right, this is it. I, I got to do this. And, and I'm going to start here and just go with it. Um, I, You know, I, it was kind of a perfect storm of like, I, I really was just getting desperate to do something. Um, and even though there just wasn't really many opportunities to do that kind of thing, uh, just locally where I am and also temporally, like just the times were not working out with anything. So this is something that was really awesome because I could set my own schedule and uh, go at my own pace, basically. You know, it's not like mm. there's any sort of uh, race or deadline or timeline for streaming. Um, and I think sometimes that can be discouraging to people that uh, see something they want. And they want it now. And they want instant success. 
or even just a, a, a quick success. And they might see somebody that is able to put a lot of time into this and, and see that pay off immediately. I know that can be discouraging to people. And that's totally, that's totally human. That's totally natural to, you know, maybe see somebody that uh, started, you know, doing something about the same time as you. And when it seems like they keep getting better and better at it, but you haven't yet, it can be discouraging. But mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is different people are going to have different amounts of time they can put into this. And, you know, I have, I have a friend that's like a single dad and he works 60 hours a week. He started about the same time as me. And, you know, he said, you know, he was making some things, making some comments that sounded kind of discouraging. Like, uh, you know, like he wishes he was as far into this or, or as far into streaming as I was. And I was like, you know, I'm able to put so much more time into this than you are because I don't have a child to take care of. You know, I don't, I don't have a, a demanding um, employment to, that I need to sustain to, to take mm-hmm. care of a family. You know, you've got that family and, uh, you know, you're able to put the amount of time into it that you can. And that's always going to be faster than somebody that, that chose not to do it ever. You know, exactly never took the risk to put themselves out there. Exactly. So you, you just do have to manage your expectations and uh, just remember, you know, it's you know, as much time as you can put into anything. You know, that's that's a good amount. You know, it's all about managing what you want. You know, some people can sacrifice everything to make something like that happen. And uh some people can't, you know, it just right. depends what you want to put into it, what you're yeah. able to put into it. Yeah. Everybody's situation is different. And, uh, you know, like you said, as long as you're trying, you know, that's better than not trying at all. And, you know, who knows life changes all the time. You might have more time later and look, you've already spent all this time building this foundation. Now you can just kind of go, you know, go up from yeah. there. So, yeah, exactly. um, you got to so, take it day by day for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was it was just kind of a perfect storm of things, and um, I stayed away from Twitch for a long time because I thought it was just sort of people playing Fortnite, and <laughs> it just, that's not my that's not my thing to watch, you know. Right. And you know, clearly, it's it's something a lot of people are interested in, but it's just not a game that I'm interested in that I that I want to play or that I want to watch. <laughs> and right. I didn't realize for a long time that Twitch had just such a a plethora of other options to watch. I didn't realize there were talk shows and. Um, you know, other visual streamers like me or DJs or musicians or artists and stuff like that. I had no idea any of that was on Twitch. And uh, once I discovered that, it really made me want to leap in and start doing my own thing and, and find communities that I'd be interested in uh, and, and be a part of the whole experience. Yeah, man. And I'm glad you did, man, because you've uh, assembled like a, a uh, I keep using the word unique, bro. Stop me. Next time you hear unique come out of my mouth, just say, hey, man, <laughs> you've said it like seven times. But so what was the hardest thing so far about streaming? Was it coming up with your name? Was it just anything else particular? And if it wasn't your name, like where is what's the origin of Double Agent Smith as the, as the brand, as the name? Like, is that a name you've used in the past or is that something you were like, you know, because I know a lot of people struggle with naming like whatever they are wanting. They have all this potential to to uh, create and they're, they're ready mm-hmm. to put themselves out there, but they're just like, ah, what do, what do I name it though? What's, you know, so a lot of people can get self-conscious about that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, I've had to explain what Wonder Soul is, uh, you know, to a handful yeah. of different people. And I even to a certain degree, don't really know myself. So, um, yeah. So just if you wanted to give some insight to everybody listening. Yeah. Well, first of all, you said something about, um, 
what kind of things did I have to put in? I think you started off with. Oh yeah, well it's kind of like uh, you know coming up with the name is hard, but what are some other things uh, that are difficult that you found over the like, your, you yeah, know, your yeah experience? Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, for me, like I don't really have any difficulty getting in front of a camera. You know, it definitely took some time to get used to. Like some, I'll still look back at like some of my first streams, and it's like, oh man, it's so crazy, <laughs> it's so painful to watch. But like, um, it shows growth, though, bro. Yeah, 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 exactly. And uh, you know, I knew from the start, like I just got kind of obsessed with with streaming and wanting to pour everything into it. And it's hard to start. It's really hard to start on anybody if you have a full time job already. You know, it's like taking on a second time job that doesn't pay anything, um, but it's it's just something I really fell in love with, you know, just creating a show and coming up with ideas for it and meeting everybody and getting feedback from the community and meeting new people and finding people that are interested in the same things I am as far as content um, made me want to just put more and more time into it. So at first, you know, it's like we're sacrificing sleep here. Mm. Um, I was sacrificing, you know, time with my wife because I was always doing late night streams. And so we we don't usually go to bed together at the same time like we used to, which I miss. And even now, um, you know, being a full time streamer, we you know, me and my wife work together at the same same jobs for eight years. Like we just love being together. We have a very close relationship, and we always want to be together. And you know, that's not the way everybody is. It's not not how a relationship should work for everybody. It's just the way it works for right. us. Um, <laughs> I know some people hear that and they're like, oh, like I wish I had love like that. <laughs> it's not the way everybody should be. And like, that's just, that's something you I think, you know, that works for some people, but I don't think that's something that, that works for everybody. Right. Um, so it, it's, you know, been really uh, heart wrenching sometimes to, to lose some of those hours with her. And, but she also knows that um, this is something I've been looking for like my whole life. Um, this opportunity to perform and it's, it's such a perfect timing because it's improv and it's uh, you know computer related and it's video game related and it's um, interactive with with people and social which I love mm. and you know I, I love being around people and I love having a party with with new people and it's kind of the way I, I like my stream to feel is like a party that's all inclusive that anybody can join in on and uh it really all kind of came together, you know, with the sacrifices I was making, thankfully. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's, there's still sacrifices to be made and, you know, you got to balance your time and decide how much you want certain things and what you're, what you're willing to sacrifice and, and what you're okay with. Um, but it's, it's, it's a, there's a lot of time management involved, you know, there's a lot of, yeah, I was about to say, yeah, you know, like I remember, you know, me and my wife, we used to always say like, eh, this, that people that have date nights are so weird, you know, like people, that, <laughs> you know, they only get one night a week together to do, to go out and do something. Cause we've always just gone out whenever, you know, and when we finally like, had to make a date night, it was felt really like, you know, strange to, <laughs> to do. And yeah, um, what my, what I really want to do is keep putting time into this. And because I love it, like I'm, I'm never going to stop doing this. You know, I, I love streaming more than anything, but. I do very much uh, want to continue to grow my audience until we reach a part where I can hire my wife to do my graphics like she's always done full time to do graphics for the for the community. Um, you know, I, I would love to 
have my mods in a paid position because they do so much for the stream and for our discord server and and just keeping me on task and reminding me of things that i i need to remember like you know they're they're my people and i always want to take care of my people and uh as soon as we're in the position to do so i i really want to do that i'm never going to stop working to get into that position to where i can take care of my people Man, I think you're just going to will your way into success, man. I mean, I I feel like that's anybody with that kind of attitude that you have, man. I mean, I think Mm -hmm. it's more about doing what you love, doing it around people you love, you know, and and I think that's like a a lesson in life that you either learn early or late or never at all. Uh, It doesn't matter. But I think that's Mm -hmm. something that's very important because I think that's one of the major recipes to happiness to like just joy in life um because you know there's a lot of people unfortunately we've all been there or we are we're all there you know it all goes through phases but you know where you're out here just working and working your butt off and you're just you know you're not happy yeah and you're questioning like you know what you know what am i doing here what what what's going on like is this what life is all about? It can sometimes get to that point. Now I know like a lot of people who do a lot of different things. I know you do, everybody does and and everybody's happy with different things. Mm -hmm. But I mean, if you have something inside you and me and uh, GPTV were talking um, uh, when we recorded the other day about, he was mentioning like this echo, like, you know, you have this, like you, you have this potential and this want to do something um, but you find yourself uh, looking around and seeing a whole different reality. And it's about like, how are you going to make what's inside your head and what's inside your heart transform what's around you, you know? Yeah. And that's like you said, being yourself and, and getting out of your comfort zone and making sacrifices. This And this, this isn't just content creation. This is just like dreams and goals in general for anybody doing anything because it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen without you giving up something. I believe life is full of trade-offs, you know, like with the time that you take away from one thing, you're putting it to something else and it could be five different things, but you know, you can't plus without minus vice versa. And so I respect, man. I mean, I know that you put a lot of time, a lot of energy uh, into your streams, into this community into the people that support you, whether they're friends, family, loved ones, strangers, whoever. So I, I mean, and, and I think everybody realizes that it shows stream to stream interaction to interaction, man. I mean, I think like you don't skip a beat who you are in the stream is who you are on Twitter. As far as your vibe, as far as who you are as a person, Mm -hmm. I think that inspires people around you to want to imitate not you, but the almost the idea of what you're 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 doing a really good job living at the moment. I'm not you know, you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. I get that. So, <laughs> but you know, as far as like just being in this industry, being out there, it, it can really be easy to lose yourself. So I think it's very important that you have a foundation of who you think you are. You're going to learn every day every way as far as like going through this like journey but i think it's just really cool man i i, I appreciate everything you do and i i know everybody else does um but i gotta know man where did double agent smith come from where did the name come from um you know i i noticed that 
successful streamers that I liked had kind of a theme and kind of an idea um, in mind of uh, of what of of a, a cohesive um, concept. Basically, mm-hmm. I really wanted to have something like that, and Double Agent Smith was something I came up with. Uh, that I thought sounded like a, a good foundation to go off of. You know, I really love stealthy games like Metal Gear Solid. They're some of my favorites of all time. And, uh, you know, I love spy movies and just kind of espionage and literature and fiction and that kind of thing. And I really thought that was a, a good uh, ground to to build from. Mm-hmm. It's everything kind of came from there. You know, I, I, I love the theme, you know, of, of our agents and the solid <laughs> squad and, and everybody, everybody together, you know, um, uh, the, the idea to me, you know, is, uh, is very appealing. So yeah, dude, I, I it works. <laughs> it's, it's, I just, I don't know. I just kind of, it just sort of happened one day. It just sort of clicked and got into my head and, and we've been building from there. So yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, dude. Well, there you go, man. I mean, it it doesn't always have to be this uh, grandiose, like you know, event. It could just be something that's just like, huh, just sounded right. Went with my gut. Mm -hmm. It's working. Hey, there we go. And I mean, those things evolve, man. And it's just definitely worked, man. Um, man, I'm trying to think of some more things to talk about when it comes to the streaming and just uh, and just that world is there anything that you'd like to mention maybe something that people don't really know um about what goes on behind scenes with double agent smith's streams is there anything you know uh i don't know just anything before we uh move into some like halloween stuffs i've got some very big plans on the horizon you know it's Uh like things i don't totally want to reveal uh until later but uh Things are just going to look very different. You know, things are, are going to progress um, into this further into the dream I've had for what I want this stream to be like. I've had this idea in my head for a long time of uh, where I want to take things and where I want them to be and how I want them to progress. And we're getting closer and closer to, uh, to, to deploying them, basically. And... Uh, I'm just really excited for it. I wish I could say more. But like, um, it's all good. It's all I don't good. Really want to just yet, but it's getting very close, and it, it's it's going to be a, a you know the same the same experience, the same community, the same me, but um, finally reaching uh, a point where the hardware limitations and the space limitations won't matter, and I'm really excited for it. Man, oh, some hints there. Some, you know, you kind of build that hype. I'm excited, man. I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I, excited. I'm, I'm really excited. <laughs> it's just awesome, man, because it seems like whatever you do next and whatever you bring to that stream is going to be unlike anything else that you can find on any of these platforms, man. I mean, uh, I, I sincerely mean that. I think that, like, going to your streams, the reason why people come back is not only are you a loving, caring, unselfish person who is also very entertaining, but you're just, the way you 
your your creativity pours out in those streams, man, because it's an experience. That's the thing that I like. Now you have just streams, you have just podcasts, you have just, you know, the run of the mill strict format that you could probably find on Google, like what, how to stream. And there's nothing wrong yeah. with that starting mm-hmm. off, but you know, I think these have the potential to evolve into like a, an experience like you know yeah i could just play a video game and do that and there's nothing wrong with that and people are very entertaining and and and, and it's awesome to watch but mm-hmm. if you could bring something else and you and, and you knew how why not and i think you've done that and i think that's why your streams are just very memorable man to mm-hmm. to say the least and uh i think the variety definitely is fun because you know, I get a notification on my phone every time you go live, and I I don't know what to expect, you know. But that's fun to me. That's fun. <laughs> I know it's I mean, always new. Yeah, it's always new. I mean, you have like the same bat time and the same bat channel, but I mean, as far as like what we might be going through, and, and even if you are doing something that you've done before, because of the community, because of the chat, because of the music, those bring up different aspects and things that you weren't even probably expecting because you don't know what somebody's going to request as far as a song you don't know who's going to jump into those streams and so i think that's fun and i think it's just uh it's it's very um motivating to have creators out there like you kind of setting the bar even if it's a, a completely I guess unrelated genre if we're talking stream or podcaster, but they all float in the same boat. And um, so I, I do draw inspiration from that. I, 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 have you been influenced by any people or anything on Adult Swim? You, you just seem like if anybody was to call your phone and go, hey, Double Agent Smith, we just got done watching your stream. Would you like to come down here and work for Adult Swim? That's the place that would call you up. Uh, do you have any influences from major, like, you know, I guess companies or networks or shows or anything like that? Oh, I, I, yeah, definitely Adult Swim. You know, I kind of grew up on that stuff. Uh, and, you know, a lot of uh, different, different, you know, MTV late night stuff. And oh, yes. Adult Swim and a lot, of, a lot of really classic animated movies from the 80s and 70s, like uh, um, Heavy Metal, if you've ever seen that before. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> uh, some some of the, the Ralph Bakshi animations and um just a, a lot of a lot of wild stuff from the eighties and nineties and has has really influenced me and especially Adult Swim and uh like Tim and Eric and Eric Andre. Oh yes. And, you know, I yes. love watching those guys and I, you know I love the weirdness of it all and uh it definitely has influenced me and and the way I want to make content and take things because that's that's the kind of stuff I like to watch. And I always want to make sure that I'm making something that I would like to watch. There you go. That's that's all it is, man. Yeah. Uh, at, at the core, that's what you want to get to, you know. And and there's that whole process, and it's mm-hmm. fun, man. Um, well, uh, it I will definitely have you uh, let everybody know more uh, about how to get. Uh, in touch with you on social media and um, and also pop into your streams here uh, when we wrap up the episode. Uh, but uh, before we get to the last part, uh, I just wanted to see if I could talk to you about some spooky Halloween stuff, if that's yeah. cool with you. Yeah, yeah? please do. <laughs> All right. Please All right. Do. I know I, I don't think we were uh, recording at the time, but, you know, we both uh, agreed or I don't even think I said it. But, yeah, autumn. Awesome. Halloween, yeah. fantastic. I yeah. mean, 
favorite time of year. No, no debate there. So we are in our prime here. Weather's great. Movies are good. Games are good. That's exactly what's up. So um, let's start off. For me, Halloween, uh, one of the best ways to get into the Halloween spirit is watching horror movies. What are are those horror movies for you that help get Double Agent Smith into the uh, Halloween spirit? Um, You know, I love uh, some of the cheesier stuff. Like, Uh, I just love B-movies in general. Yes, have kind of hammy acting and things like that. So <laughs> it's a lot of a lot of good horror stuff to choose from in that regard. Most I definitely, do, I really like um, you know like the Evil Dead series. I think is pretty perfect uh, as far as that representation goes. An Army of Darkness. Uh, I love Sleepy Hollow, which is really Ooh. good too, movie. Yeah. Very good. Um, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. You know, is always a big. Uh, a big staple and that kind of thing. Now, is that a Christmas movie or a Halloween? Movie? It's both. It's both. It's both. It's both. It's, it's totally both, in my opinion. Are you sure? Some people would beg to differ. Different they only one. Both. Fuck them. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> there you, you can go. Whatever you want to. You know, it's like it's like uh, it's like Die Hard. Die Hard's totally a Christmas music. A Christmas movie. Yeah, just because it takes place in in Christmas time. I guess isn't that the argument? That's, that's a Christmas movie, isn't it? I mean, I guess right. I mean, you I wouldn't Christmas movie. You wouldn't just make a movie randomly at Christmas if you didn't want people to associate with the holiday. It's like, come on, yeah, doesn't yeah. Um, and what about your classics like Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, A Nightmare on Elm Street? Those those kind of movies. You know, I've seen. I have actually haven't seen a lot of. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen a Halloween actually. And oh wow, nice. I know. I know. <laughs> I've seen Nightmare on Elm Street seen um uh a couple of different ones yeah but uh i i, I man those like the slash movies are good don't get me wrong i like them and stuff but yeah. a lot of times they follow the same formula that's like really predictable and that's also what's like lovable about them but i definitely yeah. enjoy campy goofy movies you know I'm almost more kind of like texas chainsaw massacre and like stuff like that if i'm gonna go okay for like a slash movie. Um, yeah you know but i i uh I, I do really like Friday the 13th. And I, I like ghost movies. I love The Ring. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that um, freaked me out as a kid, man. Most yeah. definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I also, I don't know. I, I, love, I also love, like, I know they're not really horror movies, but I love to include, like, certain sci-fi things, like uh, Ooh, Total good. Recall. You know, it's like some kind of scary imagery for a kid and stuff like that. and. Yeah, most uh, science fiction can totally be considered yeah. horror, you know, because like a- alien. Yeah. Oh my gosh, uh, the uh, thing kind of you know threads a line of science fiction. Oh and, yeah, the, uh, thing. the thing is yeah. one of my favorite movies of all time. Man, um, classic. It's, yeah, it's really well put together, and uh, you know, it's like it's one of those movies where it's sort of like uh, you know, the are we really you know kind of about to be victims of this monster or of each other, you know, that kind of thing. And I love exactly explore the human condition when it's really put to the stresses and uh you see things like uh what's that movie there's the fog and the mist and i can't remember which one is the one that's like in a grocery store oh gosh i think it's uh it's yeah that's a stephen king one right yeah and I can't yeah i think it's the fog man but i'm not sure i, that's, I think it's, it's the one with the, in the grocery store and there's like yeah stuff like that um, but that movie's really great because it's you know it's it is almost more like um, what's going to happen like if the people tear each other apart like in the uh, the grocery store because they don't trust each other 
And uh, you see like a lot of that stuff in like the other dead movies, you know, I love old zombie movies and things like that. Oh yeah. Um, it's just, I don't know. I, I love the psychological movies more than like the slasher stuff. I do love slasher movies. Don't get me wrong, but I really get into, uh, the, uh, the psychological ones. Um, yeah. Really good movie. Uh, I love called body double. Have you heard of that one? I have not. The whole movie just kind of keeps you second guessing, like what you just saw. Um, Oof. and, uh, it's you know it's i love movies like that that just kind of play tricks on your mind or like fight club and stuff like that yeah any anything that messes with your head man definitely like where where you have those conversations with your friends for hours if not yeah, like you know it always I gets brought saw. up for some i saw saw was like that and like i, I do really like that series a lot because they they go into the you know once again you know what humans will do to each other you know if they, mm-hmm. they think it's to survive and um I really like those kinds of movies. Well, I, I, and, I, I, sorry, go ahead. Oh, well, no, I was going to mention like uh, there's shows like that. Like I, I, I don't really get into The Walking Dead, but I know a lot of people that love that yeah, show. I, yeah, I haven't watched it, but I, I know people really like it. And I think the main thing about The Walking Dead is that um, it's not really the zombies. I mean, even though they look amazing in that show, I think, but it's yeah. more of like what will, like you said, what will people do? People are what you need to worry about when like society collapses, like when everybody's just out there trying to, to survive, like, you know, stuff like in fallout and those scenarios where it, it you, you know, you think you have a moral compass until it's like somebody's, you know, putting you in one of those life or death situations. And you're like, Ooh, snap, you know, like this is the new world at this point, you know, when zombies are walking around and you got people yeah. with their own little cults and, and, and everything like that, it can get, Yeah. You're going to yeah, be doing some shady bad stuff, bad. probably. <laughs> as well, is that, uh, you know, it's like the radiation and, uh, you know, the ghouls and things like that are some of the the less um, worrisome things in the world compared to the machinations of some of the would-be governments that are rising up and the tribes that, uh, you know, are trying to take over and, and establish themselves, you know, are, are oftentimes a lot more threatening than... You know the gigantic bugs and <laughs> yeah, and like <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think everybody goes through their phases with like those monster flicks, but I, I, I think that's at the end of the day the question. What scares you more is like if the world loses its mind or if you, you yeah. know, like and, and I think like that's why those movies that you said they just have these visuals that just in in stories that have you questioning everything that's on the screen, like. Because if if you can get me to think about a movie long after it, I, I saw it, if you if you can get me to, I mean, after you've seen so many different stories and movies, it's hard to get caught off guard or, or with a good twist. I remember like people seeing Sixth Sense and it's like, oh my god, Bruce Willis was dead yeah. the whole time, you know, and that was like, whoa, and and all, all uh, uh, M Night Shyamalan's or his movies and stuff like that, you know, he. I, I don't know where horror is today. I don't what's like the last horror movie that you remember seeing that really kind of like messed you up, kind of like stuck with you after watching it. Uh, dude, okay, so I just watched uh, a couple months ago this movie called Midsummer. Oh, I um, watched that two nights yeah. ago, man. Swear yeah. to God. Here's my new favorite horror movie. I fucking that's that really one. It really knocked me for a loop. Um, I loved it. I loved everything about it. Like there wasn't any sort of part of it where I was like, eh, you know, this is cheesy or this doesn't make any sense or I don't agree with this or I just 
I don't know. Like I liked every single second of it, and I loved it from start to finish. And uh, I'd really like to kind of see the the director's cut of it to to see what kind of things they added to it because it's it's my new favorite. I I really enjoyed uh, you know without giving any spoilers or anything like that. Just the whole journey from start to finish. You know the way the characters changed, and I don't know. It's, it was really good, <laughs> bro. That that I'll tell you. Have you seen Hereditary? Now, see, I, I, I've people told me they're like, if you like that movie, you should see Hereditary because it's by the same director. I oh haven't seen God. that yet, but I really want to. Bro, please do yourself a favor. Uh, all right, the 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 director of Midsummer and Hereditary, yeah. I think his name is Ari Aster or something like that. But dude, his camera work and his storytelling is like a whole new level of horror in the sense of like Hereditary and even Midsummer. It's about people dealing with grief and and it's this like that's the theme you know especially with midsummer the girl the main character won't go into spoilers even though it's pretty early in the film but you know you get what happened what's set up with that and and just what people do and how they deal with lost and and also just like how um these films like dude hereditary does it even more where it just fills you with dread it makes you so sad it's not even scaring you it just makes you feel so bad and you're watching these people go through this like what's going on especially in midsummer there's a lot of you know trippy things going on in in that story and uh so you're you as the audience is like am i seeing something that's real like what's going on you know also i think it's probably like the best representation of that experience that i've ever seen in a movie um, I think oh, a, lot, definitely. a lot of times in movies, you know, they try to make it look like if somebody's under the effect of psychedelics, like it's going to be yellow submarine and they see this cartoon <laughs> world. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's like flying animals and stuff like that. But Midsummer, I think, uh, represented it very accurately. And that just added to it for me because you, you weren't really sure, you know, what you were seeing or what the characters were seeing and what they were Ooh. experiencing. And, um, I've, I haven't felt that much like, uh, te- tense just like like you said dread in a movie since uh um no country for old men which was like just so tense the whole time um that this you know midsummer trumped it but that's the last time i felt that sort of that tension like in a psychological movie Bro, and and I'll tell you, man, the anxiety that builds from the beginning, like that movie doesn't take long. And just like the camera work, and and we'll get off of Midsummer, but it, it's worth talking about. Um, like when she's that 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 camera work where they the scene where she's like at the house and then she goes into the bathroom and cries, but we see she's at and she's in the airplane bathroom, and I know like. For like people listening, that's not a big deal. But if you see the scene, just how it, it transitions, it's just so clean. And it makes yeah. you feel like you're seeing something so bizarre and weird because there was like a dollhouse in Hereditary and yeah. the camera would fixate on a room like you thought that was the actual room. Right. And then you would, oh, this, that's a dollhouse. That's not even the real room. And like those camera tricks almost like yeah. to make you not really sure like all right, what's real and what's not. And, and like you said um, – the effects of like you know they were mentioned oh, it looks like the trees are breathing and like just the wavy weird like motions that you see like and, and if you're not paying attention you might even miss in certain scenes yeah, you look right. in the background you'll be like dude you see the trees are kind of swirling and oh yeah, yeah um you know the audience is usually always focused on what's going on in the foreground but 
Um, it's it's wild to see everything else that they added to that. That's why I really want to watch it again sometime soon. And dude, see Hereditary and then watch Midsummer Man like back to back. Um, just bring a friend. I mean, it's uh, yeah, gosh, yeah, yeah. those you got to be in a certain mood to be uh, someone who wants to sit down for a couple of those films because man, absolutely, y- you'll need to go get some sun and a Sunday and <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, you'll need to pick me up after. Um, well, um, from from movies to video games, I know you mentioned in your streams you play some spooky. Yeah. scary horror games um what are some of your favorites and what are some of the ones that you've dug uh recently um you know recently nothing has really really struck my fancy you know i haven't played one that really blew me away this year unfortunately but uh, uh not, not even blair witch no i, I don't know blair witch, <laughs> blair witch just, it's sort of like a hodgepodge of like horror things yeah and that's what i've been hearing they just didn't it didn't really strike my fancy but um i'd have to say ones that i played that i you know really did absolutely like layers of fear the first one um i I love that that's the first horror game we ever streamed and that's such a psychological masterpiece you know it's not not a lot of jump scares and things um but just creates that tense um am i seeing this or is this you know made up environment of of reality Mm -hmm. um so much fun to experience with the chat because they don't totally know what's going on either and one thing that i love about video games is sort of being like the the ultimate media is that it's this marriage of visual design and yeah you know character exploration and writing and, and music and sound design and it's an interactive form of media so it's not just you're reading a book and uh read about a character's experience like you actually get to play as the character and walk around their world and and be transported to this completely other place, you know, for the duration. So in a horror game, you know, that's such a wild experience because you're actually, you know, being put into the dread of this character that needs to fight or flight to survive. And, you know, usually in horror games, it's, it's a little more flight, which I enjoy. You know, I, I like games like, I know some people really don't care for like games like Outlast where you can't fight back. And I, oh, I like love both, it. you know, we just, you know, we just had a playthrough of, uh, Resident Evil 5, which is uh, one of the more actiony ones of the series. And it's kind of wild going from uh, uh, going from Resident Evil 4, which is which is my favorite one of the series, to uh, um, what's it called? Oh, five, Outlast. Oh, five. Four to five because you're going from a you know a very psychological experience, a little bit slower to something that's um, a little more fast paced and, and action based. So. Yeah, and that's and that's something people would say about Midsummer was it was a little slow, but you know I don't know I think like you it depends on your flavor like you know I think some of the Resident Evils with action really work um, yeah. just based off of the spooky factor of the atmosphere the 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 zombie designs and stuff like that but I think there's also something about being defenseless and and feeling like oh crap I only got five bullets left you know <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. we got it wonder what's behind this corner and and so i think yeah i I think horror games have caught a lot more attention over the recent years because of streaming because there's something about uh not only just seeing people's reactions like i'm a a person who watches people react to trailers and stuff like that but to see people get scared i mean and and you are almost getting scared with them like a lot of the times uh, i won't buy many horror games but i will 
definitely enjoy a good stream that somebody's playing something horror because it's like, hey, man, uh, you wouldn't catch me playing that in the dark by myself right. <laughs> doing yeah. all that. But, hey, I'm, I'm here with you. And there's something cool about that. It's like yeah. a fun and experience. I, I actually never played horror games before I started streaming. I really? Nice. Cool that I attempted. Um, but none that I was able to complete, you know, none that I was actually able to get very far into. Yeah. And so once I started streaming, um, I don't know what it was, but I really kind of was able to, I, I don't know, something about experiencing it with a, with a group of people at the same time, maybe, um, it, it's, it's, it's been great. Like it's some of my favorite streams ever to, to do with a group of people. Now, what have you ever experienced anything um, like even with a group, like some somewhere haunted or anything like real life in, in the paranormal or in the spooky and scary? Some stuff like that. Um, I, I I've never actually had like any any paranormal experiences or anything like that, but I have, <laughs> um, you know, gone like I've got like haunted houses, like you know the the places. Do like, I enjoy those? You know, it's yeah, yeah. You're really, like, <laughs> you know you get to be kind of scared and and be a part of the action you know so it's like it's like a horror game i think but um uh, i'd never actually i haven't like done like a ghost hunt or anything like that before i totally would I'd oh dude to see it but please next october double agent smith going live <laughs> some I'm haunted down. location near you you know yeah. get those night vision cameras out there with the green lens and just have a ball dude that would that would be a blast down for that yeah oh my gosh yes please do um <laughs> so i mean what are some of your uh halloween traditions like what are the, what are certain things that get you into like the spirit of fall autumn you know halloween and all that um do you have anything that you do with friends or family or just that you personally enjoy doing um i love you know i i we really you know going out the pumpkin patch and just kind of seeing oh yeah affects things and uh my wife loves to decorate and she does a really good job of that and um it's always cool to see what she comes up with and uh you know usually there's like i said there's some scary movies that'll be out i haven't hasn't been too much that came out recently i don't know if, you know, i don't really count like joker nah. and uh, i wish there were some more um video games that were coming out there wasn't a whole lot i, I felt like besides uh blair witch which i was not i just wasn't crazy about um, and I do really wish that, uh, yeah, I'll tell you what I really wish is that Visage would have came out with chapter four. And maybe they still will by the time Halloween comes around. Um, Visage is without a doubt the scariest game I've ever played. Really? It's rough. I mean, it's. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. Oh, you know, you, you never heard of Visage? Never, never. <laughs> um, highly recommend that one. And, we'll uh, do. yeah, it's, it's the scariest game I've ever played. And so they've released chapter one and chapter two. There's supposed to be like a three and a four, maybe a five, I think. And they haven't really said anything about when those are going to come out um, since two did. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that maybe they make a surprise announcement by Halloween. But who knows? Because I haven't seen anything about it in a long time. Man, uh, let me ask you, because you are a person who enjoys music. Is there any uh, soundtracks, movie soundtracks, uh, Halloween songs that are, are, are some of your favorites that just, uh, you know, make you want to bust a move a little bit? You know, you're just like, oh, it's Halloween. You know, the Monster Mash, anything like that? So there's a uh, there's <laughs> I like named uh, Rez who does 
uh, this like really spooky type of electronic dance music. Uh-oh. <laughs> it was like really unnerving because it wasn't actually like around Halloween or in like a spooky setup or anything like that. It was just uh, she was opening for another DJ who actually I always associate with like, you know, very positive vibes and like feel good tones and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. this chick open for that guy like in the spring, like, you know, and then otherwise like very, you know, positive, lovey vibe. And like her shit was just like, I don't know, like <laughs> it, it's, hard to describe it. like it's just like there's a feeling of dread and like, <laughs> music, you know, I love it. Yeah. Um, but I, I wasn't ready for it. I was like, geez, this is like, you know, like, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> what's happening here? Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's really good. So I highly suggest Rez if you ever get the chance. And so like anytime we do a scary stream, like we always open up with her and nice uh, for setting the tone, you know, it's, it's good stuff. Um, any memorable costumes throughout the year, even, even like from fr- uh, friends and family or anything like that. But and and if you were to dress up this year, what what do you think your costume would be? Um, so I've I've dressed up a couple of times, like sort of, you know, like when we done the Resident Evil games, I have like a, a I, I love doing like shitty cosplays, like um, <laughs> this is kind of my thing. Um, there's a uh, um uh, like a like a Stars Raccoon City Police Department type of cop outfit that I have. <laughs> And then um, I'm looking forward to uh, Red Dead's coming out soon. Not, it's a little bit after Halloween, but like I don't know. I kind of I'm the kind of person like still does Halloween like a week after Halloween. That kind of thing. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. You know, I enjoy it. So, um, uh, um, there was one other thing I did this month. I'm trying to remember what it was though. Hmm. I, don't know. I have a wizard robe for when I play Magic. Oh, dude. Got to, got to. You have to. <laughs> I do. I can't remember. Would you consider like Harry Potter uh, Halloween type thing? Um, you could. I mean, people like to dress up like Harry Potter. Like, I say, why not? You know, I think, I think do whatever you want to. I mean, True. <laughs> Harry Potter movies do they usually take place around Christmas? Is that wrong? Um, I think they would always come out in November, but I think, uh, they would always show some scenes, you know, cause they're, they're all year. They would go through Christmas and stuff like that. And, uh, but you know, the whole thing, because it's witches and wizards and magic, I didn't know if like people associated, cause I know like sci-fi channel has been playing some Harry Potter movies. I'm like, what is that a Halloween thing there? Yeah, I, I guess. Oh, I didn't realize that, but I guess, you know, it could be like, why not? Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah, <laughs> Some wild stuff. Like I saw Friday the other day on the Oxygen Network, and I was like, "What? <laughs> what? This? Why, why is this? Ah, okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, let's see. I, I got a couple more things, man. We'll wrap it up here uh, shortly. Sure. Um, let's see. Okay, so. What are what do you think your fears are? If somebody were to ask you, like, what are you afraid of? You don't have to be super detailed or super personal or anything like that. But if you had some, like, maybe even some popular fears, like some people are claustrophobic or things like that, do you fall into any of those categories? Um, let me see. Like, I, I've been in situations where you're a little claustrophobic. You know, I had like a panic attack, but like 
man, I, I realize airplanes kind of suck. Like it's just not a yeah. fun experience. Um, Especially after watching Final Destination, I've yeah, been like, ah, yeah. oh, man, planes. Yeah, yeah that is a word. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I, I'm not crazy about heights. You know, once again, like, I don't, I don't want to say I have like full on like fear of heights, but I'm not crazy about them. You know, I, I yeah, I like gravity situations like that. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> but for, for the most part, I would say I like any irrational fears or anything like that. I, I remember, um, so I, I have it for a while, but I used to get really bad, um, sleep paralysis. Have you heard of oh, that? Oh, snap. Yes. Yes, I have, man. You used to get that? I used to. I, I probably still do. I, I know I still do every now and then. It's, it's been a while now that I think about it um, since I've had anything like that happen, thankfully. Um, True. You know, I've, I've learned how to deal with it uh, you know, as the years go on and kind of how to, how to sort of keep it from happening as much, thankfully. Nice. Good. Yeah. My friend, my friend mentioned that he goes through that and, uh, you know, he's always been a night owl, but now it made more sense, you know, um, because I watched, I think it was a documentary on Netflix about it. Um, yeah. Scary stuff, man. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And it's, when it happens, it's, it's, it's just terrifying. Now it's one of the worst things to, to deal with. And when I was young, like I, I wasn't really, sure how to deal with it you know i wouldn't try to explain it um, Ooh, that must be strange you feel yeah. like you you're going through it on your own like by yourself absolutely yeah i know like there's no way to explain that to somebody or um you know i, I couldn't like tell my parents that you know and mm-hmm. there's not really a way to treat it or anything like that you just sort of get used to it as the years go by and you know it first happened when i was like 12 or something like that you know and um now you know like my wife knows when it's happening and she she has an idea of uh when it's happening when i'm sleeping and she knows to just kind of she knows to just wake me up as soon as she can and uh, kind of snap me out of it so it's it's good you know when i'm with her and she realizes when it's happening thankfully so she's she's a big help in that but wow that's that's always been uh kind of like a a fear that i have you know that next time I go to sleep, like it's, I'm going to have to deal with it again. Cause it's just a pain in the ass. And uh, it's just annoying, you know, at this point. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I, everybody I've ever heard talk about it. Just, yeah. you know, it's, it can be yeah. really stressful uh, to deal with um, when it's, you know, involved in something that you have to do every night, like sleep, you know, it's, it can affect yeah. the quality of, you know, it can always be present. Unfortunately. It's kind of like, you know, thinking every time you ate something, you would get sick and you, you start yeah. to kind of, it's like, well, I got to eat, but you know, nobody likes to get sick, but you know, yeah. here we go. Kind of rolling the dice, but we, yeah, we yeah. don't have to, we don't have to talk about it too much, but yeah, it's, it's definitely one of those things where, um, I think we all go through something similar in, in the sense of like dealing with something and not fully understanding it and not really knowing how to express it because maybe you experience it when you're growing up and you're just like, what, you know, just fears like they feed off of your imagination a lot of the time. And, and especially if you're somebody who's, I think if you're, if you're somebody who overthinks already, maybe you're, you have a very 
awesome imagination. Well, that imagination I've always felt like can have a flip side, you know, for every awesome possibility you can think of, you can think of like an equal worst case scenario and uh, that can ramp up anxiety and stuff like that. I, I, if I had to say anything, like I, I got, a, I, I had a list. I even went on there. There's some like personal fears. I think it's more of like, a, you know, I think everybody has these common fears of like fear of failure um, in the, in the sense of like, not collectively, but yeah, collectively, like collective failure, um, yeah. you know, um, just silly things like, you know, I'm, I'm open-minded to different possibilities, but I also haven't experienced anything, but there's always those times where you're walking down a dark hallway and you're like, damn, that would suck if I saw a ghost or something down this hallway, just <laughs> that would suck but i'm not hey it's never happened but tonight could be the night and the mood is right so uh you know <laughs> so my mind will play tricks like or you know you just let yourself go um when it comes to that i don't have any fears of like monsters or anything crazy like that you know i think yeah. you know that's but you know and I, and I do better in spooky locations or situations when I, i'm around people uh, now, if you were to, yeah. you know, if you send me and a handful of friends to stay in a spooky haunted house for 24 hours or overnight, you know, lock the doors like they do on those uh, travel channel shows and stuff, um, I could do it with a group. Yeah. Like, that's cool, whatever. But if you were to tell me, like, by myself, I got to go in there and I got to just, you know, walk around with a camera <laughs> and just try to, it would be a little bit harder. I don't know. I would have to really get hyped up. Like I would have to have like people outside, like, dude, you can do this, man. It's only like a couple hours. You'll be all right. It's not, it's just a house, you know, something like that. And, uh, but yeah, I think everybody has like those, those, um, common fears, like, you know, fear of dying, obviously. I mean, that's, that should be a thing, but I think it can be a motivator. You know, I think it, it just knowing and, and embracing more, uh, mortality, kind of helps you kind of put things in perspective in life but you know uh, as you as you get older you just realize like hey man i mean one day that day will come and it's happened to people that you you know we've all known and love you know probably and not everybody you know but you know what i'm saying so anyways (laughs) yeah like things like that i think those are common but you know nothing too wild but yeah man it's it's just it's interesting because here uh, we we celebrate getting uh afraid pretty much for a whole month it's like hey yeah 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 scare, I, I love <laughs> it. scare yourself but it's like this this ritual you you go through october and you get all scared and then you go through november and it's like hey be thankful and then it's like december hey just go ahead and give give yeah. give 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 and i think it's like this weird cleansing routine that we have it's like all right we got to get afraid and then we got to be thankful <laughs> that we made it through halloween a wild and, sequence of months there isn't it yeah yeah to cap off everything and, and to send everything into a new year it's 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 unique but i love fall man i just and, it, and it's fun man it's just a good time of year it seems like so much is going on the weather is right and people are in good spirits so um, well, hey man, I think that's all I got for Halloween stuff. I mean, if we if we ever forget anything or left anything out from this whole episode, be sure to let us know. Uh, hit us up and 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 be part of the conversation that me and Double Agent Smith have had in this wonderful episode. Um, but before we close out, like I wanted to do, I wanted to give you a moment. There's a camera over there, one over there, and one over there. Go ahead and tell the people <laughs> what what you got going on. I'm Double Agent. I'm the Tuesdays, Wednesdays, late at night. 
uh we are your party you know whatever music you enjoy listening to we would love to hear it too uh turn us on to what turns you on and there's a there's a party that you're always welcome at well there you go man (laughs) well there you go this was a fantastic experience man thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to sit down and talk to me man this was great Uh, um everybody who's listening be sure to check out double agent smith i'm gonna drop his uh uh, all of his uh, social media and uh, his links to his uh, Twitch channel. So be sure to catch one of those streams. I'm promising you, you will have a blast. You'll have a great time. Um, and and other than that, man, this is going to be it for uh, this is episode 126. Wow. Of the podcast. Yeah, we're Congrats we're racking it up. Thank you, my friend. I really do appreciate it. We kind of got started around similar times, man, which is interesting. I thought that was really cool. That's yeah, awesome. man. Well, hey, man, thank you again for coming on. Thank you to everybody who's listening. Uh, Hope you guys have a great spooky October. Uh, Happy Halloween if you're listening to this uh, (laughs) around that time. Hey, there you go. Uh, And other than that, I'm Bearded Buddha or Lucas, and this was Double Agent Smith. You guys take care and do good. Thank you for listening to Wonder Soul. Connect with the podcast through social media. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Search Wander Soul. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, rate, and review. You can find us on YouTube and Twitch. We appreciate your support. Wander Soul hopes you have yourself a good day.